Welcome to Beside the Burn for Thursday the 7th of October. We're continuing to find Jesus in the story of Abram. And one of the curious little things that we talked about briefly on Sunday was the idea that Jesus referred back to Abraham and mentioned that Abraham rejoiced to see my day, that the day of the Lord. And Abraham, even though he lived hundreds of years before Jesus, Jesus was able to say with confidence that Abraham was rejoicing in the thought of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, coming to this earth and fulfilling many of the promises. And when Jesus said that Abraham rejoiced to see my day, he was saying that Abraham, by faith, took pleasure in seeing the time when Jesus would have his greatest impact, when he would be at the centre of things, whenever he would do his greatest work. And of course, that would be the day Jesus accomplished the work he had agreed with his father and the spirit to do before the beginning of time. This was the day when the son of God offered himself as a substitutionary sacrifice for the sin of mankind. So Abram was looking ahead to that day, the day of the Lord, when Jesus would come and would die on Calvary for Abram's sin, but also for the sins of all the world. But we know that there is also another day that's coming, not just the day when Jesus defeated sin on the cross, but the day of the Lord. And certainly Abraham must have rejoiced to see this day as well. The day that Christ died on the cross is the day that secured Abram's hopes of this greater day. The day when everything Christ purchased, everything that he made possible through his death and resurrection will become the reality that Abraham and his descendants by faith will live in fully and forever. Remember that whenever we die, we will go to be with God in heaven if Jesus hasn't already returned before that. So whenever we die, we'll go and we'll be with God in heaven. We'll be on that same level as Abraham, the great father of the nation. And then when Jesus returns again, we will all receive our resurrection bodies. We'll receive a resurrection body, but so will Abraham. And we'll be placed on this new earth to live here for all eternity. And that is a wonder that we will be treated the same as Abraham, will be treated the same as Moses. We will be treated the same as all the saints down through history because our only qualification is to have trusted in Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament prophecies about the day of the Lord, we find the near and the distant future brought together in a single vision of things to come. So the Old Testament prophets saw the temporal days of the Lord, his days of judgment in their own lifetimes or shortly thereafter, basically pointing forward to the final day of wrath. So there would be judgment here and now, but then also there's judgment to come the here and the not yet. Remember we looked at that a few weeks ago as well. And when the day of the Lord is discussed in the New Testament, it then excludes 
exclusively refers to the second coming of Christ because he has already come uh, once and then we're looking ahead to that day. So in 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 and 2. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. The day of the Lord. Paul is looking forward to here. But he's warning that we don't know when it's going to happen. But it's coming. It's in the future. And it's referred to as the day of the Lord when Christ returns. Also in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 8. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. This idea of being blameless, of being righteous, being made right because of what Jesus has done for us. And then in Philippians 1 verse 6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That that day is coming, but God will keep working in our lives and keep preparing us until that day happens. All these phrases refer to the same day and to the same event. Philippians 2.16 As you hold firmly to the word of life and then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labour in vain. All these phrases refer to that same day, to that same event, the time of Christ's final and decisive visitation of this world in judgment and in salvation. And Paul provides insight into the agony and the glory of that day. He tells us in 2 Thessalonians 1, 7 to 10, He will come with his mighty angels in flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who don't know God and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with eternal destruction forever, separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. When he comes on that day, he will receive glory from his holy people, praise from all who believe. And this includes you, for you believed what we told you about him. So again, it's this whole idea that it's all about belief. It's all about trusting in Jesus Christ. And then on that day, as he comes, he's going to bring judgment on those who refuse to obey God's word. The day of the Lord then will be the day of God's wrath and judgment against his enemies. But it will also be the day of salvation for those of us who have trusted in him. And the reason Abraham can rejoice about this day is that on this day, like none other, God will be his shield and very great reward through Jesus Christ. And that's how the vision in, in chapter 15 opened, by God saying that he would be a shield and a great reward to Abraham. Christ will shield Abraham and his offspring from the wrath of God that is going to fall. Finally, Abram and his offspring will receive the very great reward that God promised to Abram. And so therefore we find in Hebrews chapter 10 where we're told, So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. 
Now, that's not a false confidence or a self-confidence. It's confidence in God. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. And again, there's that idea of the promise and it being kept. And we do the will of God. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and not delay. He who is coming is Jesus Christ. And, but my righteous one will live by faith. Again, it's faith and righteousness linked together. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Whenever we trust in Jesus Christ, then we're saved. Then we receive the righteousness which comes from him. And therefore we are prepared to meet God when he returns. So the day of the Lord for Abraham has come in the coming of Jesus Christ, but is still to come. And we look forward to that day and we trust that on that day, that we will receive the inheritance that Jesus Christ has promised. Let's bow before him in prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you today that you are coming. We thank you that you came to this earth as a tiny baby, that you went to the cross and died for us. But Lord, we look forward to that day when you will come back. And we know, Lord, that whenever you come back, then we will be lifted, raised up to meet you in the sky and receive our new resurrected bodies ready for life here on this new earth. And so, Lord, we trust in you today and we pray that you will continue with us now. Help us, Lord, day by day as we seek to be righteous, but help us to receive your righteousness. For we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.